0: So guys, welcome back to a brand new episode. Okay, so I want to talk about uh, something my friend Barry sent me on uh, Facebook the other day. I did a video for my Ewok uh, conversation, like I made it into a video, and he sent me this really interesting thing about the uh, character named um, Alf uh, from the early 90s. I barely remember Alf, but I made a comparison to one of the characters in that, and so he sent me this thing about Alf that he was a part of this... 25 character sort of like all-star type thing um I think it was 25 characters whatever um that they did for like say no to drugs back in the like 80s 90s I think it was 90s and oh my gosh y'all I don't know I, I just I don't know so you know <sighs> where would I even start this okay so Back in the day, there was this movie called Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm sure most of you have seen it if you're a Disney fan or you just like Looney Tunes, whatever. But it was like the first time and what I thought was like one of the only times we saw Disney characters and and Looney Tunes interacting together. Well, no, not really. Um, In this 25-minute segment, um, there's basically the story about these two kids um, or one boy who's like a drug addict and all these different various cartoon characters come to his rescue so okay um, I'm gonna get into this right now so the movie starts out with uh, this little girl we're in this little girl's room and it's just like character mania right she's sleeping next to a Winnie the Pooh doll she's got a Kermit the like mother baby Kermit the Frog little alarm clock she's got like a um, Smurfs comic book lying on her floor and so movie starts out in her bedroom and someone sneaks like a piggy bank out of her room like we don't know what's going on somebody sneaks in and it activates like the smurfs in the comic book right like not poo lying next to her not the kermit the frog like clock just the smurfs so the smurfs are in this comic book right and they come out of the comic book to figure out what's going on like who stole this you know this little girl's stuff um I think that's I, I think that's correct. I uh, give me a second. And then so like the nurses are trying to figure it out, and we cut to like her dresser drawer. She's got a picture of Alf, and Alf steps out of the dresser uh, the the uh, picture, and he wakes up, and that activates uh, Garfield, who I think is like a little toy. I don't know what he is on her on her shelf, but Garfield is also in this too. And so and they're all played by the the actors that would play them in their their respective shows and things. And so, you know, Alf was like, hey, we gotta go stop this, this, this guy from, or whoever stole her piggy bank. So he and Garfield, like, you know, they, uh, um, decide to go and, and check down the thief. The Smurfs are trying to wake up Pooh. Pooh then wakes up, uh, uh, Kermit the Frog, and they all try to figure out, you know, who took this money. So anyway, they're marching down to one of the other rooms in the house and here come Alvin and the chipmunks who like pop out of this like little girl's like records that she has in her room it's just it's, it's a it's a thing so um anyway they're starting to you know form together and go down to down to the hall and then all of a sudden the little ghost from Ghost Ghostbusters appears I don't know what his name is but that thing appears and so I'm like I've never seen this, okay? I've never seen this in my life. I don't recall it, nothing. But all these characters from all these like respective properties, it just blows my mind because I'm just like, wait a minute, hold on. (laughs) wait so you have alvin and the chipmunks who were like a huge deal to me when i was a kid i loved alvin and the chipmunks like like preferably the cartoon and a few of the cartoon movies i loved alvin and the chipmunks right and then you have winnie the pooh who was like iconic i love winnie the pooh i love his movies the tv show um and then you have the muppet babies which again iconic one of my favorites like and all these things play on different networks right like i think alvin was on cartoon network or something or something like cartoon network and then you had the Muppet Babies which were on Nickelodeon and then you had Winnie the Pooh on Disney Channel um I didn't watch Elf so I don't know what Elf comes from you had Garfield who I think was on a different network as well um the Smurfs who again like I when I was growing up they were like on Cartoon Network and stuff like that so you had all these different characters but they're just like completely just from these random spaces just totally random anyway so they traveled down uh to out of the girl's room who her name is Corey. they travel out of Corey's room into her brother's room and they hide underneath the bed right and so the little boy comes in and he's got a box and so he places the box underneath the bed uh with with the characters and so the characters like slightly open the box like hey what is this smell and simon from alvin and the Chipmunks monks is like it's drugs. (laughs) It's drugs. And, and, and the little, the brother, by the way, is older. His name is Michael. He's her older brother. And I guess he was looking through her piggy bank, obviously, to get some money. I don't think she had any. I'm not really sure where that storyline goes, but, um, anyway, so he decides to leave the house and, um, you know, go, go meet up with his friends so all the characters like okay we have to go out of the house we have to go stop michael from doing something bad right so all the characters leave except for Pooh, who's the only character he's the only disney character at this point um in there but he's the only character that doesn't go and i don't think he stays with corey but i'm just like good job Pooh. thanks for being useful except not really um so then mike michael heads to this arcade and he meets up with his friends and they're all like drug addict kids each one of them wants to try drugs they tried it before and so they're trying to convince michael to smoke so michael's like okay because michael's really easily influenced he's like oh yeah for sure I'll, i'll smoke so he smokes and all of a sudden, a puff of smoke appears as a, a character. And so that's, like, Michael's sort of, like, subconscious and, you know, his brain on drugs, basically. And I believe that character is played by the same guy who played McCleach from um, The Rescuers Down Under. His voice sounds very similar to his, so I think it is him. Anyway, so Michael's smoking weed, and one of his friends is like, I have something better, and it turns out that that friend has cocaine. So I'm just like, oh, okay, like and his friend like basically his friend is like you know weed is cool but cocaine's cooler like sort of sort of thing and they're at an arcade and you know like honestly like it kind of brought me back to my childhood in different ways right because when I was growing up arcades were like they weren't um I'm trying to like they, they weren't necessarily the place to be and if they weren't like I always had a parent with me right or like some type of guardian with me so I've seen these scenarios before where kids like went to these like like, almost, like, club-like arcades, right, and I've never really, I've never really experienced that, you see that, again, in, um, the movie Tron, like, Flynn's Arcade, again, I know that's just a movie, but, like, Flynn's Arcade, it's, like, a big arcade place, right, where, like, there's no real supervision, none of that kind of stuff, I didn't grow up with with things like that, I'm not saying they don't exist, I'm just saying where I live, they kind of didn't, however, however, now, I guess that could change because we do have places like David and Buster's. We do have places like, I think there's like round one in Marino Valley area. I've been there before um, as an adult, but I was like, you know what? Like, I guess growing up, like, you know, If I was a kid growing up now, I guess that would be the equivalent is something like that. Cause like I said, growing up, we had bowling alleys. That was basically what we had. We had arcades, but arcades were like few and far between. And we would have more like arcade games in like respective places we ate at like Shakey's or like pizza, uh, not Pizza Hut, uh, Shakey's, Chuck E. Cheese. things like that but we didn't have like full-on arcades like this so but I guess now kids do have that with round one and David Busters and things like that I mean <laughs> I would think there's more parental supervision in places like this but I don't know anyway so you know these kids are like they're gonna do drugs all this kind of stuff and you know Michael's friends are kind of jerks. So anyway, the cops show up, and all the kids, like, just scatter in different directions, right? Because the feds, you know, the feds are there, the cops are there. And so Michael's, like, back into a corner, and this cop silhouette is coming up to him, and he's like, please, please, I didn't do anything. It was only one time, blah, blah, blah. Um, even his, like, little smoke friend leaves him, and who is the cop, right? We're, we're like, we're waiting, we're waiting, beta breath. The cop is Bugs Bunny. The cop is Bugs Bunny. Bunny, And this is where I had to, like, stop for a second, because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, wait a minute. So Bugs Bunny's gonna tell this kid about don't doing drugs. Like, isn't Bugs Bunny one of those characters that has done drugs? Am I crazy? Has he not had, like, I don't know. I To be honest with you, I'm not even sure if my memory serves me correctly, but... I feel like Bugs Bunny has smoked. If maybe not a joint, maybe a cigarette or something, but I feel like Bugs has done something like that in the past. I could be crazy. Call me crazy, I'm not sure, but I feel like he has. Because I know some of our favorite Disney friends even have in like some of the older cartoons. So I'm pretty sure that Bugs Bunny has. So I was kind of like, what place is it of yours to tell this kid? Anyway, so Bugs takes him in, like, this, like, spaceship, whatever he has. And he takes the little smoking character, too, because they're kind of attached to each other. And he shows this kid his past. And Bugs is kind of a jerk about it. He's a little bit of a jerk about it. I mean, I get that that the subject matter is serious, but he's kind of a jerk. So, um, yeah, he ends up, like, you know, showing him his past and showing Michael how, like, you know, when he took his first hit how gullible he was and why would he do this to himself and you know showing him his past mistakes and stuff it's just it's a thing so then we cut back to the house right and there's the dad and the mom and the dad opens the fridge and is like hey some of my beers missing you know the beer i have like nightly with my dinner or whatever and the, the wife is like, oh, you probably just have had one too many. You don't realize it. So I'm thinking, like, this is bad. So we're normalizing the fact that dad, it's OK for dad to have beer. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's fine. Like, it's fine that beer's in the house. But also the fact that Michael, you know, possibly now has had beer. So Michael's done the whole, Michael's done everything. Michael's done more at, like, what, 12, 11 than I have in, like, not, not more. But you know what I mean? Like, at, well... I probably didn't do anything like, like that until I was like in my 20s. So Michael's Michael's been doing some stuff, okay? He's been trying a lot of different things. I don't know what he got underneath the bed. I don't know if his bed was supposed to, like what's underneath his bed was supposed to be something worse than weed. I thought it was just weed, but it could been something else, I don't know. Cause I feel like a lot of different drugs are being represented. So maybe I'm re- misrepresenting what was underneath homie's bed. I could be wrong, but I'm just like, Michael's out here smoking, he's drinking, and now he's dropping lines. Like Michael's doing a lot. Michael is, Michael basically is, like, Lindsay Lohan 2007. Michael's doing a lot, okay? I'll help, Michael. So the mom is, like, talking to the daughter, and she's like, you know, hey, Corey, you know, if there's anything going on with Michael, you can tell us. Now, Corey's the little one, right? Corey's the baby. She's a child, okay? She's sleeping in bed with Winnie the Pooh. I'm not saying that you have to be really little to have a animal in your bed, but she's real little. So I'm thinking, like, what are you going to her for? Like, shouldn't you know your own kid more, your elder child more than your little kid would like they're different age ranges girl like you need to know what's going on with your kid so anyway you know Corey's like I don't know what's going on mom like I'm sorry and so mom walks away and finally Pooh Bear talks to Corey because that's you know what he's known for he talks to children Christopher Robin all this stuff and they play his music they play the iconic Winnie the Pooh theme song and I'm just I'm living for that I was like there's my childhood like not only is Pooh talking to this little girl but I'm getting like the theme song I live for that so you know Pooh is is, is, is talking to her and it's like you know you know you, you you're worried about your brother we're gonna help him don't worry about it and they cut back to um her brother and I think I forgot what happened but somebody says oh 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 um Crap, I forgot what I'm I'm blinking on what happens at this point. Um Oh yeah, like someone tells him like better a wimp than an all day sucker. So that just that line stuck with me. I'm not sure who said it to him, but that line just kinda stuck with me. Um and so yeah, anyway, so we cut back to the dad and cindy and, and and you know the dad is cindy's telling the dad like has hey, something wrong with, with my brother and the dad is kind of an enabler the dad is like you know what he's a teenager don't trip like it ain't it ain't that big of a deal so the dad yeah he's an enabler like <laughs> the mom's worried about him he's got missing deer the sister's worried about him and the dad is just like don't don't even trip like it's no big deal um cut back to Michael, Michael's meeting up with his friends again, and they're talking about doing some more drugs, Michael's friend steals his wallet, which I was like, what kind of friend are you, like, wh- like what, like, Michael's, Michael's meeting these people out in public, right, and it, like, just, and homegirl just grabs his wallet, I was like, what kind, like, what, like, what, what's it, like, if you, you know what I mean? Like, most, most of these kids meeting in back alleys and stuff, right? Like, the arcade setting is is a fair setting because, like, you know, it's it's kind of dark. It's mostly kids in there. But you meet these people, like, oh, I mean, I've been met at the park, right? I guess you can do drugs at the park. But I was like, this is a really wide open area. I'm overthinking, I know. But this is a really wide open area. Y'all should be talking about drugs. Y'all just ran from the police officers. And now you're sitting up here talking about drugs, but whatever. So Michael chases his friend down. And they, they go down, like, this alleyway, right? And guess who pops out from underneath the ground, y'all? Mikey from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at this point. At this point, I'm through because I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And it's just him, right? There's no Raphael. There's no Michelangelo. There's no, um, no, that's a lie. There's no Raphael. There's no Leonardo. And then there's no Donatello. It's just Mikey, which is my favorite. I don't care. Mikey's my favorite one, but I was like, where are you like what like that like these cartoons just popping up like this like the, the first scene was enough to blow your mind but the rest of this then just kind of popping up out of nowhere it just it it's like wow so anyway mikey's like you know you know uh basically come down here with me um he ends up taking me to the sewer and there, it's just, it's just a lot it's just a lot, it's even funnier that the boy's name is Michael, and his name is Mikey, and I think they refer to the boy Michael as Mikey in this too, so there's a lot going on, anyway, so, um, they go down to the sewer, and somehow end up in Mikey's, Michael, the boy, his mind, and, um, he ends up, like, Kermit and Miss Piggy from The Muppet Babies, Miss Piggy's finally being introduced, uh, is coming in, and they're, like, in this little train going through big, basically Michael's brain on drugs and what his life would look like, um, Gonzo's in this scene as well, and it's just, it's a lot, it, it's a lot, I mean, it's iconic because you have- Gonzo, Miss Piggy, and Kermit from Muppet Babies, and I just I love that, and I I really do. I love the, Mupp- the Muppet Babies was one of my jams as a kid, so I was like this is this is this is life. Um, we finally end up coming back to reality, and Michael's like kind of disheveled, and he's like you know I need help, someone help me. You guys, this next moment, like I'm t- this movie is like the Avengers, It's like the Avengers. For cartoon characters of the early 90s because you guys there's, there's too many there's too many anyways this kid is like i need help he's laying on the ground tripping out and huey dewey and louie pop up and i was like what the f- why 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 are you here how did you get here so Huey, doing we were in the park they're helping him out and you know they're like what's what's going on he's like i'm i'm on drugs and they're just like drugs are bad for you man drugs are whack and so Michael's like, I really need to get off these drugs. Like (laughs) after he sees, he's like, I'm talking to ducks. I need to get off these drugs. And I'm like, Michael, Michael, sweetheart, sweetheart, Bugs Bunny showing up in a a cop costume wasn't enough. Getting dragged down the sewer by freaking Mikey wasn't enough. Going on a train ride of your brain with, with the, with the Muppets weren't enough this is what makes you say I gotta stop not even the puff of smoke talking to your brother this is what makes you say I gotta stop the police coming after you your friends stealing your money and this is what makes you say I gotta stop sis priorities anyway so all of a sudden all the characters right come out and they start singing about how bad drugs are right and I'm just like you gotta be kidding me like every last one of them and then Tigger shows up from Winnie the Pooh because of course he does and well was there another one there might have been someone else that was like not previously in the special until the song I'm not I'm not even really sure I think Tigger might be the last one but anyway Tigger jumps in and they're all singing and I'm just like no like I mean of course it's a cartoon special with Disney characters and stuff there's got to be a song so all of them respectively sing the song together Garfield, Elf um or Alf whatever Alf all of them Ninja Turtle Bugs Bunny everybody singing it's just it's a lot, um, and so it turns out that Michael was, like, dreaming, I guess, in that segment, but then, haha, he's not really dreaming, because, you know, the drug is still there, and now his sister's sort of getting involved, she ends up finding the box, and, um, basically, the, the ghost, like, weed thing is, like, yeah, little girl, you should take drugs, too, like, your brother, blah, blah, and Pooh, who she's holding, is, like, you know, you need to back up off her. He's like, if I were you, I wouldn't do this. The drug, like the ghost bubble thing, whatever it is, throws Pooh into a cabinet. I started rolling. He throws Pooh into this like cupboard. And I really want Pooh to shout, oh, bother. The whole thing. <laughs> have you guys, if you guys ever watched Winnie the Pooh, there are moments in the show where Pooh is like, he's like, he gets launched somewhere or the wind blows him in the wrong direction or something. And, or he's coming down from, like, from being high up in the air or something. And he always shouts, oh, bother. So I was hoping he would do that, but he didn't. But, yeah. So Pooh gets thrown into this cover. And they're basically telling, like, uh, Michael, like, you know, you need to fix it, your life. He ends up getting in, like, he ends up going through another trip through the mind, And he's at a carnival. And he ends up going into this room of, like, future fortune tellers. where we I'm sorry. This is where we meet our last new character, I believe. And that is Daffy Duck from... Um, Looney Tunes because we can't have more than we we can only have one it can't just be Bugs has to be Daffy too which I know Daffy's done some stuff like I know Daffy's done some stuff so I'm just like wait a minute hold up you and Bugs sitting up here telling this boy not to do drugs but I know for a fact both y'all been doing some stuff but okay whatever so Daffy shows him what his future would look like he sees himself like zombified and then he ends up like leaving and seeing his sister in the room with the box <clears throat> he confronts the like ghost thing and um let me see yeah basically he he confronts the ghost thing he's like don't ever do that you know don't do drugs they're not for you and you know she's like we'll work on the little sister's like we'll work on this together you know because they imply like you know even though they get rid of the the ghost guy he's like i'm the smoke he's like i'll come back i'll be back and what i like about this is it kind of isn't a happily ever after situation because he's like i'm gonna come back i'll be back you can't get rid of me and even like michael doesn't deny that michael's like he's right he will be back like because you know obviously drugs will reappear somewhere shape or form in your life doesn't mean you have to take them but it means that they will you know someone's going to present them to you or you'll go somewhere where they are being dealt and done and it was cool that the little sister who's really mature was like you know I'll be there you know when it comes back we're gonna be in this together so I love that I love that it wasn't just saying like happily ever after drugs are gone they're never gonna come back nah it's like actually this is a real world situation and drugs are going to be presented in front of you throughout your life. If you're at a club, if you're here, there, or anywhere. Even if you're... Like, there are times I'm just walking down the street and someone's doing something. So, um, it, and it's the truth. They're going to be in the stores that you go into. If you go to places like Vegas or whatever, they're done freely out there, out in the open air. So it's just like... And that's no judgment. I'm just saying that's what it is. So I like that this special was basically saying, like, drugs are out there. They're going to be done. They're, they're going to be around you. You just need to know to say no. So I loved... that's how they did that um they get poo out of the cupboard and he makes it just in time to jump into this like poster that's in the room that's a good say no to drugs kind of poster which i was like interesting like this little girl her room was full of these characters as like her stuffed animals her alarm clock and now they've all jumped into a poster so she got nothing her room is there so now mom and dad have to go out and find other things to put in her room because her alarm clock is now on the poster her teddy bear is now on the poster her comic book ain't got nothing in it her records got nobody on them because everybody done jumped in this poster is what it is um and so that's the end i did find out that um some really cool stuff about the special which I believe it was distributed by Disney it was done through the Ronald McDonald house um which I love that as well and um Howard Ashman uh Roy Disney was an executive producer and then Alan Mink and Howard Ashman wrote the music this is before he passed away um he died I think right before uh, Aladdin came out so I think he died in like 1991 or 1990 um which is really, I love Howard Ashman. I love Alan Lincoln as well. Um, I, he works, they both worked really well with John Clemens and Ron Musker, who are Disney animated directors really, really well. They did Little Mermaid. They did Aladdin, um, Prin- Princess and the Frog. And I think Hercules and Beauty and the Beast as well. Like they, they've all worked together on these particular projects um but yeah it was it was really cool it was it was pretty awesome to see so many different characters from so many different things together and especially because it was such a big PSA and it makes me wonder why they haven't done more things like this over the years I understand that like as the years were like as I grew up through my childhood there were more licensing issues more distributing issues things you couldn't do anymore we see in like movies in the 80s and, and earlier on We see countless films where, like, Mickey Mouse appears on stuff or somebody from something appears on things in movies. And that's just not something that happens anymore, right? Like, if Mickey's appearing on something, it's going to be Disney-owned or Disney-related. And that, even that, is very few and far between. We're back in the 80s and 90s, or, like, you know, 80s, 70s, 60s, whatever. It was okay to show posters of, of, of things that don't belong to that film. You know what I mean? Like, it was okay to show that. Um, I think there's even like a few earlier horror films that have like you know Mickey or somebody like somebody in there um, that isn't owned by Disney or even distributed by Disney so it's kind of interesting now how the reins are so tight now which you you would think they wouldn't be but now everybody's like so like this is my property you can't touch this this is mine I own this you know what I mean like it's just it's it's crazy but it was cool to see that It was really cool to see these characters in this special. And you can watch it on YouTube, actually. You can watch it on YouTube. It's the, um, I think it's just called Cartoon All-Stars. So check that out. It's really, really cool. And yeah, that's the end of this. I just, I thought it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is... Because I was one of those kids when I was little. I was like, you know, I, I was like, I'm not going to do drugs. I don't, I say no to drugs. And I mean, I I didn't really run around doing illegal substances or anything like that when I was younger either. So I, but I would have loved to grow up watching this movie. I would have loved to have like this movie, this little cartoon as like a reference of Nazi. I would have been one of those kids who would be watching this at like 15, 16 <laughs> and, and still believing it, still following the rules. That would have been me. Um, When I turned 18, different story. But that would have been me um, at that time. So really, really good special. If you guys really want like something nostalgic from your childhood, whether you were born in the eighties, nineties, this is something you should definitely watch. I want to thank my friend Barry Duke for, um, showing me that. I really appreciate that. And yeah, that's the end of this one. I will see you guys next time and make sure to say no to drugs. Okay. And if you don't pass them over here, just kidding. I got to go. I'll see you later.